I am John, Whoopi impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Guys, I'm here with Zazu Pitts, and he is an amazing musician. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. Yes, yes, there you go. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another better intro, but there you go. And... Uh, <laughs> he is also a lover of Star Wars, just like oh, you know, what they say nine million of us on the planet or something. That's got to be too low a number, in my opinion. But he's only nine. That's what they say, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you've made a mm. cool new song, right? That's right. In in honor, that's right. In, it's in, called in honor of the Force Awakens, right? <clears throat> That's right. It's called uh, Kylo Ren, Rise of the First Order, and I'm releasing it tomorrow, which is going to be uh, the 29th of February, 2016. And the way this sort of came about was, you know, John Williams has written all the music for the Star Wars movies, of course, you know, um, amazing composer 50 uh, academy award nominations i don't know how many he's won specifically but i'm sure it's a lot yeah so (laughs) you know every uh, one of the yeah he's basically like every single theme song that you can hum in your head like et jaws star wars raiders of the lost ark that was all john williams exact exact i mean yeah right through harry potter yeah right you're right harry potter you know, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the guy has just remained rele- relevant through all these years. And um, he, he, you know, I heard one director say that what what's cool about John Williams or what se- separates him from a lot of other composers, what's made him so great is that he can tell a story with music. Yeah. Which if you if you think about it, it's so true. You know, um, he he helps create the story, create the vibe and create the character. So if we think back to the original Star Wars uh, trilogy, episodes four, five and six, the the pieces in that movie are just so identifiable and so powerful. Uh, if we think about, you know, Luke Skywalker's theme or Han Solo, Princess Leia, there's all music that goes along with these these characters and especially darth vader when you hear darth vader you you identify with specific pieces of music around him um you know such as the imperial march and you know it it really again it helped create the character this guy walks into a room and you're hearing this music and it's just the sense of doom you know so um what happened was in this new, the new movie, uh, John Williams did the mu- music again, and you know we hear some of those pieces coming back around uh, from the original trilogy, which you know I think we would all expect. 
Uh, and then there was some some new music, uh, which which is great. The one thing that I sort of felt in, in what you know watching the movie and experiencing the movie was that um, there there wasn't the same level of identifiable uh, music as sort of those original movies. Um, there there is there is there are some pieces. Um, that I'm sure will come back around, but you know, um, specifically Kylo Ren was one area where I was like, well, you know, I didn't really feel that same sense of doom and urgency and and just evilness from from the music, like so, you did with the Darth Vader's, you know, what what people consider the Darth Vader theme, which is the dun 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 dun, dun right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and who knows the reason why that is? Um, it, it could have been J.J. Abrams. Uh, it could have been John Williams. It could have been neither. It just turned out that way. You know, I, who knows what it, it reason could have been is. in editing later on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why, you know, why it sort of ended up like that. I, I was just watching some of the trailers uh, recently and I almost thought, some of the music they did in the trailers was just so, uh, you know, so epic compared to some of the, to some of what was in the movie. But so, you know, anyways, I mean, you know, who am I? I'm just some, some dork that's, uh, talking about John Williams, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I figured I, I would do just as sort of a personal project is write a piece that I thought could go with Kylo Ren and, I did that and I wrote it sort of, it, it's just strictly orchestral. So it's no modern instruments, you know, no synths or, uh, you know, sort of modern epic drums and all that type of stuff. It's just all orchestral instruments that you would find in a standard orchestra. And I tried to sort of stick with a little bit of a John Williams uh, overtone. Okay. Right. And uh, yeah. And that's it. I, I think it turned out uh, really well. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. So you know, gonna put it out there and and see what people think. And I you know I'm sure some people will love it and some people will hate it and be like, why you know are you even messing with Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let me give a listen to it. Great. So here it is, Kylo Ren, his theme song, Rise of the First Order by Zazu Pitts. It's just a fan-made song. It's Kylo Ren's theme by Zazu Pitts.
wow, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, you know, like, especially around, like, the 1 minute 40-ish mark where that really just kicks in and then comes back around to it around the, like, 2 minute 12 mark and closes out the song. It's like, you get that real powerful... You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, there's a lot of sort of big brass, like, horn sounds in there that are, uh, you know... Sort, sort of go along in lines with what John Williams might do. You know, he likes that big sort of horn sound. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people feel the same way as you. Yeah, I hope, I, I think they will. I think they will. It I mean, was... did, did you, did it sort of give you a feel as you're listening to it? You know, like a sense of emotion? Yeah, definitely. I could definitely see, um, like a buildup from the beginning to where almost like um, I could almost kind of see it. Like you could just, so yeah, I could almost see like, the, like if you, you said earlier, you might do like a YouTube or something and have some shots in there or whatever. Right. Right. Something yeah, just going to do a Kylo sort of a Ren slideshow. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it almost seems like the, like by the time you get to the intensity, that intense part, that's when he's starting to have his tantrums and like becoming, you know, duck walking down the catwalk and doing the, you know, all that stuff that he did, you know. Yep. And exactly. uh, fighting, you know, Ray and Finn in the woods and stuff in the forest. And yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and the way they use uh, the, the music and the movies, of course, is they, they keep bringing back those, you know, when they have a theme for a character, they, they keep bringing it back. Yeah. Uh, as you were just mentioning, you know, during different parts of the movie, you would keep sort of getting these, you know, these little uh, flash flashbacks to, uh, you know, earlier scenes and, and just uh, keep, keep bringing that theme back around. But, um, you know, I, I got a question, though, like what what theme do you think was new in Return of the Jedi? Mm. Because I, I mean, because I mean, Star Wars, obviously, you know, it's the and then the cantina, you know, those are the two songs that in my head stick out, you know, and then in uh, the second in the Empire Strikes Back, the I should say the fifth movie, sorry, um, it's the, you know, Imperial March, Darth Vader's thing, the dun, 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 dun. I was going to say, yeah, that was actually. The, the set from the second uh well fifth movie yeah 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 and then i was um, like but what in jedi was kind of i mean other than the java scene with the new song in java's palace and the ewoks doing their yub nub thing what you know what was kind of return of the jedi's theme do you think mm, we'd probably have to uh go back and listen to some of the some of the pieces but um I, I I think that he he even for the sixth movie movie Return of the Jedi I think he did a lot of callback to the earlier um to the earlier movies yeah like the Luke Luke but and I, Leia theme but I guess in the throne room there was that other song wasn't there the slower paced one right before it yes. kicked back into the Imperial March at times you know what I mean right wasn't there another one in the throne room I believe that so, was sort yeah. of a calmer theme yeah so. That was a new one. So yeah, I mean, and did Darth Maul have a 
Yeah, he was the kind of the da 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 da. That starts balls kind of theme, right? Right. Yeah. And that does stick in your head too. The da 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 right? From the That's right. from the prequels, right? From the prequel, yep, definitely. Yeah, I'm just looking through the songs on the um, on Return of the Jedi. I mean, there, there, I mean, there's so much music in these movies. They they actually, um, well, not so much George Lucas and John Williams, but um, I, I had heard that for Steven Spielberg because John Williams has done every Steven Spielberg movie. Uh, I guess, except for one. Um, and uh, they were actually criticized for putting too much music into some of the movies. <laughs> that was something I was just reading recently. Really? And, huh. uh, yeah, which is surprising. So, um, Like even the classic trilogy? or Well, I think where I – so where I had heard about that, I was uh, reading some stuff on Jurassic Park – uh, on the music in Jurassic Park, or, or basically the way the movie was put together, and there was an, the, a whole analysis of um, one of the major scenes in the movie, and it's a really, really powerful scene, like intense and suspenseful, but there's not a lot of music going on during it. They they just sort of let the imagery speak for itself, you know. Which, and of course, that's how good Steven Spielberg is. He he can he can even do that without. Uh, the music necessarily, but, hmm. um, and, oh, I yeah, it and I'm true. like, yeah, I'm like, there's no music in, in this, almost this entire scene. It was one of the, uh, the scenes where, um, uh, the dinosaur is attacking them in the Jeeps. Yeah. But so yeah, they, they oh, said that I they do took remember... a step back from the music in that movie. Yeah. And I do remember parts of, uh, Indiana Jones where it was silent, isn't there? Uh, yeah. 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 But I'm just looking through this this Return of the Jedi. Um, Whereas I, I I don't remember like I'm of course every little bit of every second, but I do believe that every moment in Star Wars has music behind it, even if it's really low and subtle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? I can't remember yeah. any parts that are totally silent. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of medleys in here um, where they're probably doing callbacks to original music uh han solo returns uh luke and leia again emperor's throne room that's what you were just talking about yep um but there's a yeah there's a lot of medleys in this so there he he might be recycling music from other parts of the movie or other movies you know yeah anyways but yeah so that was that was sort of the you know the the i guess the motivation behind it and uh just to just to give an alternative view. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And and kind of an homage, you know, too. And and it is. It's it's uh I I'm I'm never claiming to uh <laughs> be anywhere near as uh as good as John Williams never will be. Um but uh yeah, you could look at it as like a a, a tribute. Um my maybe my personal take on what it would be. Sure, yeah. 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 That's pretty. That's cool. Well, I really dig it. I'm I'm happy. And uh, let's tell everybody where they can find it. Sure. So I will be posting it to YouTube. 
And if you search for, uh, again, Kylo Ren, Rise of the First Order, uh, you will find it. Uh, also, uh, if you're looking for my information, you can look for um, Sour Note Productions or uh, it's hit a sour note at, at hit a sour note on Twitter. Or if you just search for uh, Sour Note Productions on Facebook or SourNoteProductions.com, you'll find me. Yep. And, uh, Mark, is there, like, once you post it on your YouTube, we can share it from our YouTube, correct? That's, yeah, you can share right, pretty right? much pretty much and, anything, and yeah. And sort of, like, repost it in a sense? Okay. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll have to, we'll do that from our channel, too. Absolutely, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to get on and chat a little bit about about Star Wars. I know last time we we talked, we were talking about doing this, so I'm glad we had the opportunity to. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to the to the next movies. You know, Rogue One and Episode Eight, and uh, who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll be inspired and write another piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you? Do you do any of the speculation, any of the, speaking of Rogue One and things, do you do any of the speculation or any of the, do you have fun with any of that or do you just like totally try to ignore it? Because uh, I mean, there's, maybe, some, there's some wild speculation out there on certain things and I just wanted to throw them at you and see what you thought. Yeah, but, throw a, I mean, just, it's more just like, uh, I'm not online doing it okay, yeah. or anything, but more just like friend, you know, friends, yeah, yeah, among friends yeah. conversations. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 I sometimes tweet out an idea that I had to see what people think, but you know, all right, go ahead. Give yeah. it to me. So like, um, we've been hearing some things online about the possibility. I don't, I don't remember where it originated, but the possibility that in rebels, star Wars rebels, the TV cartoon series, mm-hmm. Ezra is actually Snoke. And we're seeing the, the origin of Snoke in Rebels. Hmm. Far-fetched? Interesting. Far-fetched? I kind of think far-fetched. <laughs> um, yeah, I would agree. I think, Snoke's, I, I think Snoke's a completely new character that we've never seen before, right? What What's your th- thoughts on that? You know what? I... I um... I, I would think that, uh, yeah, he, let me put it this way. I, I, I sort of think he's, he's a new character. However, um, there, there are some things that, um, that made me think that it, it could be, there could be some connection to stories from the past. Um, and I'm trying to remember there was something that happened, uh, in, episode seven uh and and i'm drawing a blank right now but there was something that happened that sort of made me just go hmm that that seems like it was a connection to something in in another story huh okay yeah um, related to snoke you mean snoke yeah 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 Yeah. and and who he who he might be but i uh again it's it's flying out of my head right now but um yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's it, it again. It's all just speculation, right? Until we yeah. until we actually know. Because <laughs> it's because it's interesting to see that. Uh, I mean, we don't know where this season is going yet. Cause it's not over, but 
we've seen Ezra use dark side powers two or three times, and it seems to come very natural to him. <clears throat> and then, I don't know if you're following the series, and then uh, we know that he's going to meet an old Sith master that just calls himself the old master or the red master or something like that. And uh, the red one, I don't, I forget what they said, but, um, and that's a total dark side <clears throat> guy. And uh, so Ezra's going to be, you know, constantly um, introduced to dark side powers and he continues to use dark side powers. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of people out there who are thinking, well, if it's so easy for him and so tempting for him to use it every time he gets in a bind, it's just going to continue and continue until he becomes Snoke. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you something that's that's really interesting, uh, and you're sort of making me think about it right now. We're you're just talking about you know the the dark side and the Force and all that. Was you know in Episode Seven, The Force Awakens, I I thought there was a huge miss in the fact that there were two opportunities to bring um, characters from the past sort of back into the mix. And I was very surprised that they they didn't do that. You may have even talked about this at some point. But um, so one would be when Kylo Ren was talking to, you know, quote unquote, talking to Darth Vader's helmet there. Yeah. Um, You know, anybody that in the previous movies that was really powerful with the force uh, had a connection into people that used to be uh in their physical bodies right yeah yeah used to be alive um so that was one opportunity that you know maybe uh darth vader's voice could have come back even if it was a brief second Um, yeah that was one question we had was um do you think that when he's talking about the vision and he says show me again the power of the dark side you know Mm -hmm. and uh do you think that when he touched the mask, a similar thing happened to him that happened to Ray? Or do you think that, like, like Snoke secretly gives him the mask, puts it in a spot where he will find it conveniently. When he touches the mask and when he does, he sees all the dark side power that Darth Vader had and realizes mm-hmm. that his grandfather was Darth Vader. So that sets him off. Or do you think it was more of a situation where he met Snoke in person and Snoke right then and there gave him the mask and while the mask was being transferred, Snoke did something to control his mind to believe that there was a vision from his fa- from his grandfather? Um, no, not not the last one. Definitely I think not it's the more last like one. the Ray lightsaber thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that... Um... You know, I mean, he he he's sort of in a line of people that has a connection to the force, whether it's the, yeah, you know, the light side or the dark side. So he sort of has that ability. And I think that it's just um, it's just presenting itself as he becomes more and more powerful, Um, you know. And again, that was it was just surprising to me that. You, you know, that they wouldn't take that opportunity to have Darth Vader speak to him yeah. directly. And who knows, maybe it'll happen in the next one, but, yeah. you know... Or it was a of, cut scene. I think it, I think that was an extended scene that was cut shorter. Oh, director's cut, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I've been <laughs> hearing... I mean, I've been hearing different things. One, one time I heard someone say 20 minutes had been cut out, 
And another person reported saying it was something like almost 50 minutes that were cut out of the film. Wow. So when you're doing that much cutting, mm-hmm. there's a lot of scenes that are shortened. And some of that we saw in some of the trailers. Like you never saw the scene in the forest where uh, Kylo Ren ignites his lightsaber like we did in that trailer. Because it was that scene where they fought, but it was cut short, you know, for the actual film release. Yeah. You know, because they needed to, they wanted a certain, they wanted to fit it in a certain time for the, in the film, in the theaters, you know. So I am hoping that they have a cut where there's more of those scenes, uh, at least the, at least the extended ones back in the full film. Because I have a feeling it'll answer some of the questions that people have had. Yeah. And and then the other one would have been uh, where there was an opportunity to bring back figures from the past was when Kylo Ren had Ray backed up against the, you know, that, that pit, you know, the cliff with the fracture in the ground. Um, yeah. And, you know, he mentioned the force and she said, she's like, yeah, she's like, oh, she's like, yeah, the force. And she closes her eyes to yeah. sort of get, you know, gather her power and, and fight back. Perfect, perfect opportunity to bring back, you know, like Obi-Wan or Yoda. Or, or Yoda, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, somebody. I, very surprised they didn't do that. Yeah, I, I would. I would really think Yoda over Obi Wan myself, just because, um, you know, Obi Wan kind of had a connection to Luke, where yeah, I feel like that's now true. there'd be a separation. But Yoda has shown up to other characters that don't have any relation to anyone in other things like Rebels and other things. So he I'm was th- uh, omnipotent. Yeah, like kind of like this little <laughs> entity that was sort of floating there, you know, that you could hear him through. But it was like I kind of, so I kind of wish it was a, another Yoda thing, you know, like, you know, sort of like I don't know, the Force flows through you or something. You know, they could have even reused a line, you know, from one of the other movies. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, uh, I, I was still. Still happy with the movie overall. Uh, I, I yeah. think that. Oh yeah. I think you know J.J. Abrams said said in an interview, no matter what what I do or what we do, there's always going to be somebody that has a problem with something. Yeah. You can't you can't make there, there's just so much hype around the movie and so well, many expectations. You can't make a perfect movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was kind of one of our things with the with the big show that I'm that I've got your song on. Uh, at the beginning of, by the way, I'm going to put it at the beginning. And uh, that was kind of the idea behind that big show was I got a bunch of Star Wars guys together from various um, YouTube channels and podcasts that are big in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. uh, community. And um, we came up with Star Wars answers that that answer a lot of the questions and loopholes and weird ideas that were in that film, Force Awakens. And so it was like, as fans, we were like, let's tackle, let's recognize that there are some editing flaws or whatever you want to call them, and then let's find a Star Warsy answer that makes it fit back in, so we're all okay with it. <laughs> and it was a fun, fun thing to do, you know. Sure. Yeah. And uh, that's what's posting on Monday. Yep. Awesome. I look forward to it. And then the so the other speculation I want to bring up to you was okay. Rogue One. You mentioned that mm-hmm. in Star Wars Rebels there is a Imperial character called Agent Callus, which uh, is now as the 
these seasons progress, he seems to be becoming more and more sympathetic towards the rebellion. And now people are wondering, will he defect? And they're saying that um, Star Wars Rebels will go for four seasons, and and then Rogue One starts up right there, and Rogue One ends where Star Wars A New Hope picks up. So a character from Rebels could carry into Rogue One and be gone by the time... new hope starts you know what i mean yeah so they were like what if agent callus is the one who defects with the plans and the rogue one group because they say they're sent in to retrieve something right mm-hmm. what if they're sent in to retrieve and find because they said it was kind of going to be like a saving private ryan but in the star wars universe well what did they do in private ryan they went in for a person and i'm like what if that's what they're doing they're going in to get agent callus out of this area because he has the plans to the death star and he's defecting to the rebels you know, and they could use this whole cartoon series to sort of show his fall from the from the Empire and more of his <clears throat> leniency toward the rebellion, which they're really starting to build into his character right now. Well, I think that. I mean, have you been watching of, Rebels? Or do you even know? Or I, I'm not following it uh, that that closely. Okay. Um, but uh, I I think that just from hearing what you're saying. I you know I think that what we saw in uh, the last movie here sort of anything is is possible because I mean look they they have uh, stormtroopers defecting yeah that have been you know essentially you know bred to just be a part of that system yeah brainwashed their whole life their entire life yeah and uh, and if if you know they can do it um, and you know. You, you can even start getting into the the just good versus evil and the and the struggles that uh, all the characters dealt dealt with from Luke Skywalker to you know even even Darth Vader Darth Vader you know turns at the very end yeah he has a I struggle mean, at the end yeah 180 <laughs> right yeah. I mean so um, anything's possible. See, I wonder sometimes too about these dark side characters and like like the scene and like I wonder how much Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, felt as if he had no other option. Like, well, if I'm to believe that all the other Jedi are dead and there's no one left, well I might mm-hmm. as well be sided with the Emperor, and at least if we subjugate and control the entire universe, I could bring peace to the galaxy through that way. You know what I mean? And I wonder if, because he was he was just like even in his earlier years in the prequels, he was talking about how chaotic and troublesome the whole galaxy was, and if you could just control the whole thing, <clears throat> you could just assure peace, you know. And I'm wondering if uh, Kylo had a similar thing, like when the light went out and he realized that there was no more sun out there, and that weapon was going to fire any second now. Mm-hmm. I think he decided right then and there to kill Han because he felt like he had no other choice. He was like, well, Snoke's going to win. So giving into the light side right now and going home with my father, which is what I was intending to do right up until this moment. Um, you know, I was kind of thinking that once he saw that light get go out, there was no more hope left in him. So he just turned and stabbed his dad, let him die and, gave in fully to the dark side you know 
Like that was his so last so... moment of possible redemption, and I almost feel like he was going to go and be redeemed. But when that light went out, because he just the tears in his eyes, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, you're bringing up the whole whole argument that affects uh, <laughs> many, many, many uh, people in many generations, and, and you know, you could even look at like the uh, Nazi regime and and uh you know those people said you know look uh i mean this is what they said they're like look we didn't have a choice yeah um you know whether i I mean you know (laughs) whether that's a a a good excuse or not it's not it's not for for uh of course genocide but um yeah i mean it's it's a legitimate point from your from your perspective yeah i mean i don't know it's just just it was just kind of a thought, and then I was like, because that way it makes it easier for Darth Vader to turn back to the good side, because he maybe never really quite fully fell to the dark side, you know. I don't know. It was just like a, it was just kind of a random thought, you know. Yeah, but you know, it's like it's crazy to see what the First Order is doing, just the amount of destruction. Um, yeah. It, and and this last one just going out and taken out entire systems of planets you know that's true yeah yeah so uh that's i i imagine that's pretty intimidating for uh not only the the rebellion but people within the you know within the the uh <clears throat> the first order yeah it's like don't you know don't turn against us and then I just always question, like, how much stronger must the dark side be? Because I was like, if one student can turn to the dark side, and granted, maybe he was your oldest student, mm-hmm. um, how could he destroy that many youth? And then, like, the same thing when, when Anakin turned, he just killed the entire temple, like, everybody that was in it. You know, like, like how do dark side guys get to be so damn strong <laughs> compared <laughs> to light side? I mean, because, I guess it's just because, like what Yoda said, like it's quicker, faster, more seductive, you know. Well, they're 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 focusing their uh, their rage and their anger. Yeah. Right. That's a, that's what uh, you know. Remember the struggle with uh, with Luke and Darth Vader was telling him to to uh, you know basically let let yourself go to the to the uh, feelings you have. Yeah. To, you know, to the dark side and to the anger and the rage. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's powerful. Well, uh, Zazu, you know, I um, I think we have a good, a pretty good segment here that I'm going to use. So uh, I think we should call it an end right now. Yeah, yeah, and sounds good. Was, it was it was yeah. a good talk. Yeah, good to chat with you and talk a little bit of Star Wars with you, and uh, appropriately so, right? Mm-hmm. Well, again, th- thanks for the opportunity to talk about the song and uh, and uh, just get the word out there. Yeah. Much appreciated. It's cool, and we'll we'll close. I'll close out this little interview session here with that with the song again, so everybody can listen to it. And uh, yeah, all right, cool. Thanks, and have a good weekend. Uh, yes, thank you. Bit, you know, I guess. <laughs> and for whoever's listening, uh, you know, feel free if you if you enjoy the song, just uh, share it and. And uh, get the word out there. Let's see what people have to say. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've got a couple of Star Wars buddies, so I'll send it to some of their websites and various things. Maybe we can get it posted or linked a few other spots, yeah. Maybe somebody can use it in a fan creation or something. There you go, yeah. Yeah, I always <laughs> hope that someone takes a song, like even when I make those parody things, and like takes it, take it and make the video, because that's the part I'm not as good at, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, talk to you later. Thanks. All right. And uh, hit me up again when you're ready to come on again sometime. Love to have you. Will do. All right. Talk to you later. Right. See you, Zazen. Bye.